eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Con trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100,000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Juegos de frenos, faros, lo que necesites, eBay Motors lo tiene. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le quede a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, ¿qué más llantas sino dinero? Mantén vivo ese espíritu de Ride or Die, baby, en eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com Solo para artículos elegibles. Se aplican Tienes mucho en tus manos, pero con solo mover un dedo puedes dar marcha atrás con Pro Trailer Backup Assist disponible. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Ya sea que estés trabajando al máximo o divirtiéndote al máximo, esta camioneta te respalda porque está hecha para ser una parte indispensable de tu equipo. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. Aloha mamá, sorry por responder hasta ahora Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk Hawái es increíble, luego te cuento más Te quiero Be all you can be, visitando goarmy.com diagonal español Connecting to your culture and heritage is important, but sometimes challenging Today we share how we attempt to strengthen those cultural bonds And why we think it's important to maintain that interrelation with our language, our food, and our countries We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. I wish it was like traditional Peruvian like music in the background for this episode. I can play it for you. <laughs> so Karen just got back from an amazing, beautiful trip to our motherland, Peru. And we're like on this big Peru high and yes. the importance of culture and like just Pamela's watching. got her Peruvian purse. Yes. <laughs> so we're all like biting on this Peruvian cookie and everything just tastes <laughs> better and like more real. And like we're going to be on this Peruvian high for a while, I think. Mm -hmm. Me, because I vicariously lifted through your Instagram and your pictures and your video. When's the last time you've been to Peru? Before I had four, so in 2019. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 2019. And then it was four, then the pandemic, but now it's time. So I am planning a trip. I spoke to my mom yesterday, actually. Oh, and really? we're thinking of going either February or March uh -huh. of 2024. Cool. Yeah. We'll go. Let's go. Yeah, one of my bosses was there last week. I put her in contact with my cousin. And she had an incredible time mm -hmm. and he hosted her and my aunt as well. You know, she was like, why are you going back like every month? Like, it's just, yeah. you know, it, she only stayed in Lima. She went just to pretty much eat, mm -hmm. sightsee, like nothing major. You know, she didn't do like Cusco. No, like there's anything. so much to do though. Yeah. Like so I'm excited and I think it's important to talk about why we're so such a big advocates of maintaining this like cultural mm -hmm. connection for our children and what better way to do it you know we have the privilege of doing it by going back to our country some people don't have that advantage so i think it's important to like just mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that for sure for sure i have a motherish moment okay it's about strollers so it's loosely related to something else that we were talking about but i have felt, you know, Victoria's four now, and I'm like, oh, do I really need a stroller? I don't need a stroller, and da da da. But then 
when we travel, so Victoria doesn't use a stroller in her day-to-day -day life. Like our life here in Miami, I never use a stroller ever, ever, ever. I have it in my car. I never take it out. She won't even go for a walk in a stroller. Like she's like, no, I, she takes her scooter or whatever. So for a while I've been thinking like, is it time to let go of the stroller? And I'm going to answer this question for anyone who's wondering. No, it is not time to get rid of the stroller because on trips, my yeah. god yeah that stroller mm -hmm. I, I just on this peru trip alone i feel like i got all my money's worth of that ridiculous yo-yo stroller between airports and evenings where she was tired yeah she was so like weirdly grown there were a couple moments where we were out late and she was like mommy i'm tired i'm gonna go to sleep and she got into the stroller and it was like, you know, on the recline or whatever. She asked me for my sweater or something para taparse. Dame algo para taparme. She said, give me something to cover myself. And she went to sleep. And I was like, what? Like, so weird. But yeah, my God, don't get rid of your stroller. Especially also like, I'll add a layer to it. Disney trips, you need a stroller. Just don't get rid of your strollers yet. I read somewhere someone saying that like, strollers are important until age seven. I remember feeling like, oh, it's so ridiculous. Mm, so no. funny because I used to judge when kids look way too big for their strollers. Oh, like, ay, qué ridículo, Ooh. like qué grande, Ooh. yeah, you know. My kid is that child now. He looks yeah. ridiculous in the stroller. We took the yo-yo on the trip as well. He slept on the yo-yo, like he fell asleep as we were landing, and then I did like a successful transfer mm -hmm. onto the yo-yo. Mm -hmm. We went all the way from the plane through immigration, through customs, through whatever. He was sound asleep. Great. It was amazing. And I was so grateful for the yo-yo, yeah. for the stroller. Yeah. And this is not an, what is it? No, sponsored. Yo-yo uh, has not uh, reached out to us yet. <laughs> so I, I spoke about this when we thought we had lost it. I wanted to cry because They're I just expensive. thought about... So then at some point when I left the stroller back, you know, so I told the story where I left it by mistake back in the resort, I decided to like kind of like put him on top of one of my luggages and then he fell with the luggage. It was a mess. Okay. So yes, you need the stroller. Yes. So this this motherish moment is brought to you by our love for strollers. Yeah. So my motherish moment is actually with a high chair. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So I still have my you high have chair. One still? I do. He doesn't like to use it when I'm there. Like if I'm eating, when we have breakfast, we sit together on the table. I have a little booster for him. He sits on the booster mm -hmm. and you know, it's great. But I realized that when I'm not here and the nanny's here, he's always sitting on the high chair. I don't know if it's like her way of like keeping him focused on dinner time, but I kind of want to like tell her not to use it anymore. Right. Because I like the sitting down, the conversation, like him having like an adult experience, like at the actual table. Because then when I go to a restaurant, like he could be, get more used to it and he's okay with it. I don't know. I'm deciding whether, like, when is the time to get rid of the high like the high chair? I don't know. I haven't had one in for at right? least like I mean, two he's, years. He's three. Like Victoria doesn't even use a booster. I tried a booster for a while and just she didn't care for it. So she sits on a normal chair. She doesn't reach, so she's always like inquieta or whatever. She's like sitting on her on her knees and stuff. But that's her preference. And at restaurants and stuff, she sits on the normal chair and everything. And then, so that's my mother's moment. And also I want to add on to that. So then, and then I started thinking, okay, but if I get rid of it, do I put it away? Like, I'm so strong, you know, like what mm -hmm. I put away, what yeah. I give, I give out or give away. And then mm -hmm. what I just throw away. 
as we, as we sit here looking real, at a giant know, baby gate, we are, collapsible. But baby, no, but the baby gate, I had two. <laughs> I had one at Fort Dad, one in my house, one upstairs. One. So this one, I actually gifted one already to one of my friends who's using it right now. And I love it. I love when people use my baby stuff and they're actually, you know, because there's so much stuff. And you know what? It's so funny. I have a baby shower on Saturday. I went through, she's one of my co-workers, her list. And there's so much stuff that I have barely used. <laughs> That Can I just want to give her, but I'm like, I, and I'm not that close to her. Yeah, okay, okay. If it was someone, I'm like, hey, listen, I have the halo. I have another one in Ford's room at his father's house I never used. Like, I just want to be like, want me to unplug it and just give it to you? Yeah. Like, it's on your list. Yeah. No one's bought it yet. But then, I, is that insulting? I don't know. No, it's not insulting at all. But it depends if, you know, how much you want to give. Like, I know. I, I and know. then I'm like, my nanny keeps saying, if you have a second baby, I'm like, I feel like you're going to want different stuff or new stuff. Yeah. Or, you know? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So I feel like if I have a second baby, like, I mean, which I'm still open to, like, I don't know, there's certain things, you know, like I'm looking at like the snoo. Am I going to use the same snoo? Yeah, that I'll use. Yeah, the snoo, do not get rid of that until you're Again, so I'm like in that weird and you know stage for sure. where like, <laughs> then I'm like, what if my sister has a baby? No, not that I'm putting it out there, but I'm no, saying that like, you can't, that it just I don't feels know. like, I'm like in that weird window of like hoarding stuff. Yeah. I got rid of stuff. a lot of stuff. I got rid of a lot of stuff because I also felt like it was, I mean, I have a few things here and there, but very, very few. And for me, it's more of like, if this happens in my life, then someone will probably give me stuff. Yeah. This, uh, what I will say is like for a second child, you're much more open to like secondhand stuff because you already know like stuff barely gets used. And so you're like, oh my God, if someone has it, just give it to me. I don't even care what color it is. Like it doesn't matter, like whatever, because they're so expensive. And like um, the first time around, I definitely want, was very specific about what I wanted. Oh, yeah, and like, course, you yeah. know, we still have that list, by the way, if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, follow us. We're at motherish, M-O-T-H-E-R-I-S as in Sam H. <laughs> and uh, we have a list there of the stuff that we love from our baby showers. Okay, so let's jump into this. So, okay, tell me about your trip, first of all, which all was right. very um, unexpected. So... Karen's mother had already planned this trip to Peru. And then randomly, she's like, you know what? I'm going to join my mom. I'm going to take Victoria yeah. and I'm going with Juan. So my parents go to Peru often. Like, Which I didn't know, by the way. Like once a went. year, maybe like really? once a year yeah. or every year and a half or so they go to Peru. And my mom generally sometimes will go before because of my dad, you know, doesn't generally take a lot of days off. For context, pa I'm gonna parents, pause. parents are Peruvian. My parents are Peruvian. I'm gonna and pause. I was born and raised in Peru. My parents, obviously, are Peruvian. And I used to travel to Peru often also. My ex-husband actually is half Peruvian. So there was also oh, like a connection there. And we used to travel there. Wow. A lot. I'm going to like do a quick pause real quick. My dad went on like a binging streak of listening to Motherish. And was like listening to Motherish in his car Is all the he time. Is we mention your mom more than him or I don't know? He apparently like came to the realization of like how strong and how important my mom is in my life because he's like she talks about you so much like he said to my mom you know Karen brings you up so much like you're you're so important in her life and blah 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 and he was telling me like he how much he's really enjoyed some of these episodes he's like I'm obviously I'm not a mom I don't have small children and I would have assumed that motherish was all about like breastfeeding and stuff that I would never need to know about but he's like 
it's so interesting. He's like, you've had, you've interviewed so many people that have such interesting stories, like the Father's Day episode with Mason mm-hmm. Sawyer, the swimming episode. He's like, it's just been so interesting to listen to. And like, he's like, I'm learning and it's amazing. So just want to give a shout out to my dad for listening to Motherish. We appreciate it. Aww, and thank you um, for listening. And yeah. So anyway, yes, my parents are Peruvian and, you know, they came to this country very early in their lives. They came when they were 21, I think, or 22, because in their mind frame, they literally had nothing to lose because they had close to nothing. So they were like, let's just go. My dad had an extended family member that was here and she, I believe, had offered them a place to stay just for a couple of weeks until they could figure something out. And they had a really, really, really rough start to their life in Miami. And they did not go back to Peru until I was six years old, which means that they were about 30. I think for them, it was either almost like 10 or so years that they were disconnected from their, you know, their family and their country when they first came here. So they had this trip and, you know, as as you know, with my layoff, I was like living la vida loca. So I was like, you know what? I told Juan one night on a date night, I said, I really want to go to Peru with my parents. And I think it's the right time to go because I'm free. I have the time. I have a little bit of layoff money and we should just go. And my parents are going because I wouldn't go without my parents. I truly like for me, you know, being someone who wasn't born there, I had been feeling like a little bit disconnected from my culture. I hadn't been for about 11 years before this trip. And and Juan, by the way, this is important to credit Juan. Ever since I met Juan, like ten years ago, he's been begging me to take him to Peru. And so it's you been, had never gone to Peru with Juan. Never. Oh wow. So never. Juan's Argentinian, and yes. that's Karen's husband. Yes, and we've been to Argentina every single yeah. year since we've been together, except for the pandemic year. Every year. So nothing. So he's like always been begging me to take him. And so when I said it, he was like, listen, for you don't have to convince me. He's like, I've always wanted to go. So I was like, okay. So I told my mom and I said, mom, I really want to go. I think I'm going to just like crash your trip and go a week later, which is when my dad was going to go meet her there. So she was like really shocked by it because also, you know, there's complicated family dynamics with her side of the family. My grandmother is still alive. My maternal grandmother is still alive. I was like, I want Victoria to meet her great grandmother. Like it's so unique and rare to be able to meet a great grandparent. And so she has the opportunity to do that. My great grandmother is still in in really good shape. She's 88. I want Juan to meet her. Like, you know, and I'm not necessarily like very close with my grandmother. I've never been very close with my great grandmother. She has a very strong personality. And I do too in a different way. And I think it's been kind of like one of those things where we know that we're not close, but we, you know, care about each other and we love each other. Long story short is that she was like, okay, let's do this. So I booked a trip. And we went to Peru and it was absolutely incredible. Like number one, going as a parent to the place where your parents are from, you take it different. You take it more seriously. You take it more, you pay more attention. Before that, you just kind of like, all right, whatever. Like we're doing this. This is where you're from. Okay, fine. Like I never paid attention the way that I paid attention this time. Seeing my parents show Juan and Victoria, like this is where I went to school. 
This is the place where I used to get the bus. These are the streets that I would walk every day. This is where we would walk together when we were dating and we would go to the beach and blah, blah, blah. Like, it was so special. And, like, Victoria obviously, like, probably won't remember the majority of it because she's still very young. But she will definitely, like, have, you know, at least one solid memory. But Juan was also so, like, first of all, he was so happy the whole trip. And he, like, on several occasions said to me, I feel so much closer to you now. Like, I feel, like, closer to your family, closer to you. I feel like I know more about who you are and why you are the way you are because I understand your culture better (laughs) then he went as far as saying like I think in another life I was Peruvian (laughs) like he really 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 loved it and he has basically threatened me to say that if I don't immediately start planning our next trip to Peru upon returning that he was gonna do you know armarme un escándalo familiar so he's like I'm gonna just make a big deal out of it with our family or whatever En Ford creemos que ya sea que estés bajo el foco de atención o bajo tu propio techo, que tengas 90 minutos o 9 horas, que estés empezando cambios o un largo viaje, fortaleza es hacer todo, como si el mundo entero te estuviera mirando. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So when you were gone, actually, uh, I think it was right after you got back, I randomly was on Netflix and I came across this documentary called Virgilio. Yes, yes, yes. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the story of Virgilio Martinez, who is world-renowned chef from Peru, who just recently got named again as the number one restaurant in the world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I was just like missing you and like just very nostalgic the and FOMO sentimental. I, a few yes. people mentioned they had FOMO but I, I actually got very like emotional mm-hmm. about like filled with pride and like you know they showed they talk about this beautiful restaurant that he ended up eventually after the success of Central which is in yeah. Lima he opened a new restaurant called Mil few years ago, which is in more like closer to Cusco, like in that Andean, the Andean region. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was just so beautiful to see it. And I felt just so like, oh, my God, this is like where I'm from. This is like who part of who I am and my identity. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in the day to day and we forget to kind of stop and, you know, take it in. And again, because we're in the States, we're perhaps the Peruvian culture is not as present or like in your face as other countries and other Hispanic cultures sometimes I feel like you tend to forget and you really have to be 
intentional and put a little bit more effort, right, to exposing our children and even reminding ourselves of the beautiful things that we have, the delicious food that we have, like the type of people that we come from. And I don't know, I just feel like it's, you know, and again, we have the advantage and the privilege to be able to go back. And I feel like that's why it's important to find the time and, you know, kind of like find the money to if it's like a financial sacrifice to to expose your children. And that's why I feel like this trip that I'm going to plan with four is going to be important because I do want to build, you know, that relationship. I will say being born and raised in the United States, I've always felt that my general culture was kind of diluted, right? Because I feel very American with a splash of Peruvian, a splash of Cuban from like my dad's side, because my dad is like half Cuban. And then, you know, the culture that you're just raised with, like in Miami, and like there's parts of like the Miamian culture, which are inevitable. <laughs> you know, when I first started to get to know Juan, like I would tell him, like, you're so lucky that you feel so connected to one cult, like a homogenous culture. And I don't have that. And so when it comes the time where you are raising your child for the last four years, truly, I haven't been quite sure what I was bringing to the table culturally outside of language. And that part has been kind of complicated for me because I'm too gringa to feel Peruvian. I'm too Peruvian to feel gringa. Like there's all these like confusing parts of it. And obviously we've been taking Victoria, you know, we've taken her twice already to Argentina. And that like, I don't know, like Juan came in really strong with that because he has it so concentrated in his personality. So she... For example, Victoria thinks that she speaks three languages because she goes, Mami, yo hablo inglés, español y argentino. <laughs> and so she'll, like, she'll identify and say, like, in Spanish, strawberries are fresas. Yeah. In Argentinian, it's... And I'm like, what? Okay. But there was nothing Peruvian outside of, like, her abilolo, my dad, making lomo saltado. Like, that's it. Because food is, like, the only thing I could bring to her. And even that was, like, limited. But this time, like, taking her there, we ended up going on a trip to Arequipa, a little bit south of Lima, and was very, like, strong, kind of like, the you know, what you're saying, like the Andean culture, you know, where we're in the mountains, where there were llamas and vicuñas and animals Is your mom everywhere. from Arequipa? Is there, is no, there's there no connection to Arequipa. Okay, okay, okay. We just randomly, like, went there because they wanted to see the volcano. It's beautiful, yeah. But it was amazing because now Victoria was like, Mami, a mí me gusta Peru. Like, I really like Peru and I really like this. And she's like, I love chicha morada. Like, she just all these things she was eating like choclo con queso with me like from a plastic bag like and there were just so many moments that I was like yes you know and the last thing I'll say about this is like the beauty of like when you live something that is very impactful in your childhood in a positive way or in a just notable way and then you're able to kind of give some of that to your child and like let them experience it too was amazing so the first time my parents took me to Peru I was six years old I had never been there I was extremely like impressed I will say not in a positive way but impressed meaning in a impressionable like I was like whoa this is like a lot during that time in Peru there were a lot of children in the street asking for money. It was a really like complicated time to the point where as soon as we arrived at the airport, I was holding a little book 
And while my parents were putting the luggages in my uncle's car, a child came up to me who was younger than me asking me for money or asking me for my book. And I was like, what? How is this normal? Like, this is crazy. So there were a lot of things that left an impression on me. And in the positive parts were like, I was obsessed with all the little like Andean artifacts, not artifacts, but like the, the the textiles that they make and like the little cholita sweater and the headband with the, like to the point, Pamela, where I came back to school to first grade wearing all of it, all of it for weeks, for weeks. It was my backpack to go to school. Like, did it you ever like, go to Peru? We didn't buy the little headband with the 10 cholitas on yeah, it, right? Seriously. <laughs> but like, but to the point, my obsession when I came back, like I was wearing it in school for weeks. Like, it was the only backpack I wanted to use. It was the only headband I wanted to use. I was so obsessed and I loved it so much. So to be able to take Victoria and, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, be like, you have to take this. Like, I was like, here are three headbands of different <laughs> styles. Which one do you Which, want? By the way, I was heartbroken when one of my friends had one at her house. Like, oh my God, did you get this in Peru? She's like, no, I got this in like Guatemala or something. Oh, like, and you're I like, really what? <laughs> That's only Peruvian. <laughs> but yeah, so I like let her choose and she chose the same headband that I I chose oh. when I, and I was like oh my god because I didn't want to like force it you know but I was like let's see what brings her attention and it was the same thing with the sweater she loved the sweater that had like that's like the zip up sweater that has like basically like some scenery of the mountain on it she loved it on it like yeah and she goes I want to wear this to school and I'm like yes you're gonna wear this to school it was so amazing and it was so beautiful and like I'm so happy that we took the trip and I am so grateful. You know, Victoria got to meet my grandmother, which was an amazing moment. My grandmother immediately was like, because she watches all of my stories and stuff on Instagram and everything. And so she was like, Victoria, yo soy eh, la abuelita Maria. And, like, and then she was like, hi. Like she was, Aww. thank God, she was so nice to her. Yeah. Um, and then my, my mom's sister, my aunt Diana was like teaching Victoria how to dance different like eh, negroide and like wino and all these things that Victoria was trying to dance. And it was just so special. And I feel like I felt like I, number one, reconnected with my culture and was able to connect my child to a part of her culture. And so totally worth the level of exhaustion, the level of potential stomach discomfort that one endures on these trips. Just worth it. Totally. You know, it's, I have a lot of friends. Obviously, we grew up in Miami. It's a lot of Cuban influence in your life through friends. And I always get so emotional when, you know, seeing what an amazing job they've done at stealing the pride and the love for Cuba, right? They feel mm -hmm. so Cuban, even though yeah. they're unable to visit the island or they're <laughs> unable, you know, like there's, again, they also have done such a good job at kind of like really like putting their foundation here in Miami. Yeah. But I get yeah. so emotional to see like, this new generation, how it continues to live on generational, even though they have, you know, the limitation of actually going back Be or having to, access, yeah. you know, yeah. to doing that. So everyone who has access to that and, you know, even like the Mexican-Americans, how like they have such beautiful traditions mm -hmm. so beautiful, like, you know, delicious food as well. And I just feel like it's so important to really sometimes, you know, dive in and really be 
present and, and embrace all those traditions and culture as much as we can and as much as we have access to it. For sure. So yeah. So yeah. let's keep that cultural connection. Yes. Keep it keep it connected and I it's worth it. It's worth it to to take your child to have these experiences and, and get to know you. And you get to know yourself more too. Like I feel like deep, that's deep, also part yeah, of it. Of course. <laughs> it's true. Like once you, you know you're, you're secure by your identity and that's such a huge part of who you are, then you get able to, you know, you also strengthen your child's sense of identity oh, as well. Right? Like who yeah. are they? Like what do they like? What do they you know like I don't know. It's just so important for me. So especially like in our cases, when we have like two countries involved, right? Like four is Canadian. Three really because dad, then they're born right. here. So and like, Peruvian. And also I'm so grateful to this country. Like 4th of July is my favorite holiday ever. Like I get emotional when I get see fireworks. I so like get yeah. teary if I'm at like football game and I see like the jet flying over like, you know, God bless America. And it's just like it fills my heart with so much gratitude as well. You know, it's also good to be reminded of like, okay, but I have so much beautiful like that comes from mind yeah, yeah like heritage yeah. so yes i need to see ford in a chuyo i yes. need to Total, see him like, right? he let me I, he really he's is. my little fate and i just feel like he's like he's peru like yeah. i don't know i see him and i see peru and like that season and he's just like canada but it's just like a good blend and i just want him to find strength and like in both identities i love it i love it Thanks for listening as always. Yeah, we, go, we go find you. a ceviche, un anticucho, and just support a coach for yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Si tú o alguien que conoces está pasando por una situación difícil o por una crisis de salud mental, la línea 988 de prevención de suicidio y crisis te brinda apoyo especializado 24 horas al día, 7 días a la semana. Solo llama al 988. Cuando llamas al 988, te conectarán con consejeros especializados que escucharán tus inquietudes y te brindarán apoyo en español. Simplemente llama o textea al 988. Hay esperanza. La línea 988 funciona. Este abril te invitamos a nuestra feria virtual Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad. Conéctate virtualmente con representantes de colegios y universidades en la costa este. Desde Nueva York a Florida, aprende sobre ayuda financiera, becas y otros recursos para continuar tu educación. Regístrate para asistir y para la oportunidad de ganar una tableta. Te esperamos en Univisión Contigo rumbo a la universidad del 3 al 9 de abril. Regístrate ya en univision.com diagonal universidad. 